Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome to Country Doctors Practice Blueprints Free Friday. Free Training Fridays. We love these things. Yes, we go live every Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, mm-hmm. noon, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time-ish, around Ish. there, depending on the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got a lot going on, like everybody does these days. We've got a lot going yeah. on. So, good information today. Yeah. Every clinician faces this to some degree, lesser or greater. Yeah, this is very, so. very common. Um, I would say, like, how often do you feel like this comes up for you? Every day with somebody. Yeah? Yeah. On a regular basis. Yeah, thank you. Just making sure, sure. Yeah, thank you. Every day. Every day. Uh, male and female mm-hmm. issues. Um, the biggest... You know, if you look at Dr. Harrower's work, you look at uh, John Lee's work, um, I was going to pull those out, but but you can certainly find them real easy because they are very, very well known in the endocrinology world um, and using natural non-invasive approaches to balancing out that communication. And really, when you, what it boils down to, with men and women who have endocrine disruption, it's a communication problem. There's a communication problem, but somewhere. Most people don't realize that there's 17 different organs that make up this system that they have to work kind of like a very uh, well-tuned orchestra, right? And they make beautiful music when in sync with each other, in other words, communicating. But when they get out of sync, when there's a disruption, uh, it can be chaos. Um, I think I used the uh, example on Wednesday of how uh, the... Uh, if you were ever in high school band and you walked into the gymnasium, usually where they all practiced, right? Oh, there's the... There's the, there's the, the conductor's not yep. doing anything yet. He's just kind of walking around talking to kids and you hear all this noise and all this static. And that's really what it can feel like. Good morning, Mike. Hey, Mike. That's really what it can feel like with uh, people who have uh, an endocrine system that's out of balance. It's one of the oh, top three Oh, that's a really things. good way to describe it. It's, it's one of the yeah. things that we look at. We have yeah. to... We have to um, Pay close attention to the how things are communicating one with a, with another, and uh, so there's so many things that we're going to be able to touch on for this today. So awesome! Um, if you missed our live on our clinic, make sure you tune into that as well. We spoke on hormones, but more of like just the client, um, more from a client perspective. But one of the things we talked about was getting to that underlying root cause. Um, so what we're going to kind of talk about today is, um, you know, options um, to help mm-hmm. with hormones, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting to that root cause. Root cause can be several things, yep. right? 
Um, I know one of the first things I learned was about the adrenals. And if those adrenals aren't firing, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, you have a, a hormones feeding off of the adrenals. I, I don't yep. know that I have the verbiage right. But yeah. so if the adrenals aren't firing properly, it kind of creates this domino effect with the hormones. So that could be one thing alone right there that could be if you don't address the adrenals yep. and you try to just address the hormones. And then, you know, one of the things too, and that's one of the things that shows up the most Mm -hmm. because of modern living is very convenient, Mm -hmm. but it's very stressful. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not healthy. It's very convenient, but not healthy. And so the the goal of of a good, you know, clinical approach is to get as far up the causal chain as you can. So we as practitioners always have to remember, regardless of the symptoms, regardless of the imbalance in the endocrine system, whether it's adrenals, Mm -hmm. pelvic organs, uterus, pituitary, whatever it is, thyroid comes up a lot. Mm -hmm that we want to make sure, always remember to check the five stressors. Always remember to really investigate, do we have a food issue? Do we have a metal or chemical toxicity that's accumulated in the system, creating that disruptive communication? Do we have an immune challenge that's gone unchecked? Which is very common, especially a yeast fungus overgrowth, Mm -hmm. extremely common. Mm -hmm. And then finally, scar tissue. Topically, scar tissue on the body somewhere um, that is creating that neurological interference it's actually most like a distraction to the nervous system. It can't run the neurological process in the body properly because of that scar tissue being there, it won't, uh, the signals get either muffled okay. or they can't get through completely and it okay. becomes this distorted message. The best story I ever heard to describe this type of thing in the endocrine system mm-hmm. was back in the 60s when they had the first lunar module that was going to run around the moon. Mm-hmm. And they had, and they were limited at the, at the time by the video quality that they could produce on the camera. And so when they, because the, this little machine could boogie around 30, 40 miles an hour, it could really, you know, haul, <laughs> haul it on the, on the surface of the moon. The problem was it wasn't visible. It was distorted. The, the visibility on the camera was so low that they had to travel at three and four, five miles an hour. They couldn't really let it rip, right? And really perform optimally based on its design because of, it was distorted visually. Mm. They couldn't, they couldn't see. They had things distorted. That's the same thing that happens with the endocrine system when there's scars that are, that are present is that it distorts the message. It distorts the body's ability to perform optimally by design. Was, They're not the able to do their job. Like yep. each organ in system has a job and a role yep. and they're getting interrupted blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk so. about maybe the liver too, because mm-hmm. I know I've seen this a lot, especially with like women um, struggling with weight loss mm-hmm. and maybe they're trying to lose weight, but they're actually gaining weight and they're very confused. Like I'm not overeating. I'm trying to do good things for mm-hmm. my body and it's not responding. And I know I've run into this where like could be candida, could be parasites, yep. but also sometimes um, their liver has gotten so congested um, that mm-hmm. it's, not performing. Yeah, Dr. Brimhaw used to call it a torpid liver. You got to look up that word. It's kind of interesting. Torpid? Torpid, yeah. Torpid is the word he used to use 20 years ago when I first met him, 18 years ago. Okay. Um, basically, it just means it can't function properly, right? It's okay. uh, it's uh, it's distorted in its function. It's either bogged down with congestion, like you said. It's backed up. Um, and, uh, and so hormones can't conjugate properly. Mm-hmm. You know, in Chinese medicine, the liver does about 3,000 jobs a day. Here in this country, about 600 jobs a day. Um, I don't care what country you listen to. That's a lot of jobs. Yeah, even if you went with the lower one. If you went with the lower one. still a lot of jobs. So, and the other thing, too, is that at any one given time, the liver is only performing at about 10% capacity. 
Um, it is one of those organs that over mm-hmm. time, 70, 80, 90 years of life, it will actually destroy itself in the process of performing optimally, if that makes sense. It'll actually use itself up mm-hmm. to help. It's the industrial center of the body. It's where the hormones are conjugated. It's where, uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's where all the toxins, uh, for stage one, stage two detox have to take place. Some of that is turned into a bile, put into the gallbladder, emulsifying uh, as an emulsifying agent for digestion. The rest is discarded through the bowel, typically. So there's a lot of jobs that are taking place here. And the uh, influence mm-hmm. that it has on taking hormones from the adrenals and then conjugating them and helping piece them together and sending them back out to the other areas of the body, um, it's pretty amazing by design. It's actually yeah. Harrower's work. you got to study Dr. Harrower's work uh, to, to kind of get a, a feel for the, the complexity uh, and the the awe of our endocrine systems and how they're designed to work together. So, good morning, Lori. This good is morning, also Julie. why we stress our cleansing program as well yeah. so, so much. Yeah. Um, we're also kind of discussing things out of our Country Doctor Herbals Clinical Reference Guide. Um, we just released the... Issue three. Yeah, third edition. Third edition. Which is pretty exciting. I am kind of uh, briefly looking at protocols including um, hormone replacement therapy, mm-hmm. which includes the liver, gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I wanted to make sure we touch on that, too. You know, the other thing, too, a lot of women will come to us, and one of the number one complaints they have, and you as practitioners, you can confirm this, is hot flashes. Mm. You know, men re- mm-hmm. you know, kind of refer to them as power surges, you know, because we're trying to be funny. Um, the reality of it is, is they can be very debilitating. I mean, some women only yeah. get it from the top right in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, had des- they've described to me the sensation of going and sticking their head in the freezer, <laughs> right, to try and cool off because it is mm-hmm. so overwhelming. Others entire throughout the entire body, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. sensation. And it comes on just like that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they'll wake up completely soaking Drenched. Mm-hmm. 50%, as much as 50%, listen to this when it comes to hot flashes can be traced back to renal dysfunction, renal stress, kidneys. The kidneys mm. are in some form of distress. And as much as 50% of these hot flashes, whether they be just the upper body or throughout the entire body, throughout the day or night, doesn't matter. When you really pay close attention to kidney performance, which kidneys are part of that endocrine orchestra mm-hmm. that has to work together, um, you can identify in many cases a lot of, uh, a lot of the problems going Mm -hmm. on with the kidneys. So that's why, the reason I mentioned that is because you touched on the cleansing protocols and how important they are in a sequence. Mm -hmm. And after liver uh, is the kidneys. kidneys. Yeah, Yeah. But we would also recommend if you're new with us, uh, starting with the intestinal. Mm -hmm. So we have intestinal, then liver gallbladder, kidney bladder, Mm -hmm. uh, lymph, heavy metal, parasite. Um, So we're covering these very, very major kind of areas and... um, (laughs) You mean the hot flashes are from coffee? <laughs> they could be because the caffeine affects the kidneys. Yeah. So yeah, it's always connected. I never like to Good hear that. Good question, Lori. Yeah, we don't want to hear that. Yeah. That kind of. But ev- but everyone needs to do <laughs> cleansing, and what we run into oh, yeah. sometimes with the cleansing programs is people will think, um, you know, they might hear us say something like this and think, oh, I just I just need to cleanse my liver. And that will resolve, you know, my hormones or whatever right. it is, or weight loss or whatever it is. When all reality, if your liver is that congested, everyone should be cleansing anyways. But if your liver is that congested um, to where you're not responding, then 
why wouldn't the other areas of your body be congested as exactly. well? And exactly. so it's this is where it's super important for the practitioner to ask questions to the client to get them thinking so that when they say things like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm pooping every day. I don't need to do a bowel cleanse. But that liver cleanse sounds like something I might need to do. This is where it's important for us to ask questions and get them critically thinking. Like, Mm -hmm. well, if Mm -hmm. you feel that your liver needs to detox and cleanse, you know, if that's congested and we obviously have signs or symptoms to demonstrate that, why would another area of your body not have congestion? Why would it only gather in that one area so that's where we right have to really step in and educate and in the sequence is so important you don't build the roof on your house first right you start with the foundation right yes make sure it's a solid foundation then you erect the walls and you frame it right and then you get the and then the roof is last Mm -hmm. and so when you think about how you would build a house you never build a house from the roof down (laughs) you always build a house from the foundation up and the turn of the century clinical nutritionist, Dr. Bernard Jensen, VE Irons, John Christopher, all of them agreed across the board that you start with the bowel first. That's the foundation of improving and purifying the body, cleansing, mm-hmm. improving a nutritional uptake too, by the way. You're not just getting rid of toxins. You're getting rid of toxins so the body can detoxify better, but also utilize nutrition better. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it goes hand in hand. It's kind of dovetails together. Yeah, a lot of people are not absorbing the nutrients and what they yep. are eating because yep. they've gotten so much buildup in there. Yeah, even after a colonoscopy prep, that's a great question. You know, there's there's uh, formulas that you can get from modern medicine to prep for something like that, right? Uh, which will uh, clearly uh, eliminate all the loose fecal matter. Uh, helps to pull that out. Helps to it helps the body discharge that a little bit. But when it comes to the false encasements, the polyps. The diverticulitis or diverticulosis, I should say, these are things that only a the apple pectin, pharmaceutical grade charcoal, um, betonite clay, whole flax seeds, these natural drawing and scrubbing agents that are safe and effective. That's where these things come in. Some people have to do two to three bowel cleanses back to back for 20 days or so, 20, 25 days or so. Just to get, um, just to get things thoroughly detoxified and thoroughly, thoroughly cleansed. So, yeah, that would uh, it would be nice if that worked. If it, if that did a it was a good cleanse per se uh, for the colon, uh, we wouldn't uh, be in the top five in the world for colon rectal cancer even after they develop colonoscopies, which is just another step in the process that can be, you know, that we pay money for. People pay money for to uh, tell them what we as clinicians have already known. If you've lived in this country any length of time, and if you're participating in the standard American diet, which is abbreviated as SAD, uh, with the the processed grains, carbohydrates, sugars, the hydrogenated oils, things of that nature, if you're consuming those things, even in small amounts, but over time, then you have to a lesser or greater degree these polyps, these buildups, these false encasements, um, in that 26 foot of piping. So, um, although it seems like there's a tremendous flushing that occurs mm-hmm. with some of these prep formulas, uh, it doesn't pull out what's actually all congested in there. So, awesome. And it doesn't give the liver a chance to detoxify either, which, by the way, when you clear the bowel properly, then the liver and the pancreas and the lungs can also start to move toxins faster. So, okay. it's a little more to it than, uh, what, 24 hours of prep, I think. Yeah. 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 But good question. Yeah. Great question. Great question. Yeah. Thank you.
So we're going to dive into um, some products we use every single day and recommend every single day that we know I personally can say that I've experienced amazing turnarounds in my hormone health, mm-hmm. um, but also after I worked on the cause, right? So yep. first and foremost, super important to make sure you have an, a, an evaluation process to really get to what is causing the hormonal imbalance. So we're not just ba- putting the Band-Aid on over it. Um, I know my husband has been on HP mail or um, CDH or HP mail. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been on that with men. You guys always yep. you you and Craig taught me this that anger typically comes out. Yep. If men have like obviously we know women. Everybody jokes around right about women and their hormonal imbalances, <laughs> right? But with men, it usually can come out in like anger. Yep. Um, which could be women too, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, that's yeah. just a way to watch for it more. Uh, they have bad sugars in them. Yeah. Oh, the drinks. like the colonoscopy drinks. Yeah. Well, to get people to drink them. Sure. So they taste. Yeah. Relatively. Um, so obviously male, male. The guys. Yep. Um, and then we have female. Female balance and female plus. So we're going to kind of go through and just kind of share the differences between uh, female is for uh, women that have already had the change. Mm-hmm. So if they're no longer having cycles. Yeah. Um, now we have. And we're going through it because we've had some that were. T- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say we've also had uh, times where people tested for both. Yes. Female and female for a period of time. Female yeah, they and can. female plus. As a practitioner using our test kits and using those products, don't be surprised if that happens. Doesn't happen often, but it will happen on occasion where they need the support of both as they're making that transition in the endocrine system. So don't be alarmed by that. Yeah. So female, which comes in capsule or tincture, um, is for women who are going through the change or after the change, no longer having cycles, um, or depending on how your testing comes up. Then we have a female balance, which is our capsule. And Female Plus, um, which is our upgraded formula this year. In the liquid um, version, yes. Yes. So it has, um, I love both of these. I actually take both. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love. David's glad. No, I'm just kidding. He's very, he's <laughs> very relieved. Um, so I take Female Balance. I just do like one capsule a day away from my cycles to kind of help keep me in, you know, that happy range. Female Plus, I love the week of my cycle. And part of the reason we did this um, Mm -hmm. kind of enhancement to the product was to help with the pain and uh, cramping. Yep. Um, So I just, and the testing and the feedback on the upgraded formula has been Amazing. Yes. Yes. Phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing results. So big thank you to our lab staff for making that happen, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. And then um, thank you to all of the practitioners who were very quick to, you know, start testing this product and give us feedback on what you're finding. We super appreciate that. Um, So Female Balance, Female Plus, that's going to be for women still having cycles. Um, The other thing is that... um, Typically, three cycles is what you need to really kind right. of get things right. Good point. It's it's no different than if we're you know working on somebody's blood sugar that is like this. It takes us a little bit of time to get them here. We can't do that in one day, right? Yep. Same thing with the hormones. If the hormones are doing this, it might take us yep. a couple of cycles to really have some noticeable results. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say most, not most, yeah. 
most of the women I talk to seem to have some sort of noticeable, like a change in that first cycle. Mm -hmm. But we always tell them that, and this is what practitioners want to do, is you kind of set the, um, you want to be careful with expectations with clients, right? We always want to under promise over deliver. And so um, a lot of women will have at least some sort of noticeable change in that first or second cycle. Yep. But if we tell them it's going to be three cycles and they feel halfway better in cycle one, then they're pretty happy, yeah. right? And they yeah. know, oh, well, in two more cycles, I'm going to feel even better if I stick to what I'm being instructed to do. Yeah. Um, so that's part of just, you know, practitioner managing. You did a sure. whole series on that in a, oh, one yeah. of our weekend trainings. Of Absolutely. Like Which we've got some of those coming up. Yeah, managing expectations yeah. with clients so that they don't come back and say, why isn't this made me better? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Great question here, too. Um to continue on with yeah. that, just to piggyback with it, when you have somebody who's had a partial or, or a complete hysterectomy, they're instantly, from an endocrine system standpoint, instantly thrown into major chaos. Okay, now there was chaos to begin with. Could have been, you know, cysts. It could have been endometriosis. Whatever the the chaos was, the symptoms were prior to leading up to a decision to just remove the organ, to, to remove the gland. Okay. That being said, when that is done, now you, the rest of the endocrine organs, uh, adrenals, pituitary, hypothalamus, uh, pineal, all these mm-hmm. are trying, they're sending signals, right? Mm-hmm. To try and, well, what's missing here? Something's gone. We, and we have to make up for that. And so you'll, that's one of those cases more often than not where they will test for female, female balance as a combination or female and endocrine. Cause we have an endocrine formula that's for men and women both. Uh, to help balance out and uh, and uh, improve the communication of the endocrine system. So, um, yeah, don't be alarmed by that. That's a good question also. Yeah. And uh, it is pretty much in some ways throws them into in- instant menopause, unfortunately. So you take a woman who's in her 30s who's had a hysterectomy or partial hysterectomy. Now her body, although there's still youthful right ranges of hormones taking place, now her body is saying, but wait a second, now I can't do that and I can't have that cycle, right? And so it's still trying and it just becomes this vicious, disruptive communication in the endocrine system. So I had one lady that the only thing that got her results, really great results, by the way, was the female endocrine and female balance, all three at the same time, mm. all three at the same time. And uh, and she had to do that for about six months to a year to kind of let the, to get that distortion out of the of the wow. endocrine system to get it balanced down to where she could just have endocrine or female. I didn't need the female balance anymore. But uh, and really, all you're doing is you're helping them through the process of they don't have a uterus or they don't have the ovaries, and they're they're still the body is still trying to signal the for. The body a cycle. has to go through this major change without yeah. the resources it yeah. should have initially had, and exactly. and in chaos. Yeah. I just so. had this thought of um, you know we're always trying to find ways to um, deliver it to clients in a way that they can receive it well, right? And they kind of come, when they come to us, right, with a, um, a hysterectomy, maybe their gallbladder is removed, or their ovaries removed, their appendix, their tonsils, right? They have been sold this lie that these, these parts didn't really matter and they can just be removed from the body. That's what they were convinced when they agreed to those things, okay? So when they come to us and they want us to make them feel better, right? And, and we're working with, right? You're working with mm-hmm. 
medical wreckage, which makes your job that much harder. Yeah. A way to kind of put it in perspective for them is maybe to ask them, have you ever worked at a job where you lost an employee and they didn't get replaced? Or maybe they didn't get replaced right away. And it put this intense amount of stress on the whole rest of the team to try and fill that void. That's kind of what's been going on in your body since you had XYZ removed, whatever it is, right? Is that it caused this, and and maybe maybe your workplace was already overstressed and Mm -hmm. overworked Mm -hmm. before that organ was taken. Before that team member left. Before that team member left, thank you. And so putting it into a way yep. that they can easily digest it and go, oh, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. And and do you remember how the, the person at the top who wasn't really affected by that, that missing person said, oh, no, it's fine. It's yep. not a big deal. Y'all can make up the rest. That's mm-hmm. what we do with our bodies. Yep. So I don't know. And I just thought that thought came to No, me. and that's, what, that's an exa- the perfect way to explain it because what happens is you us as practitioners, now we're left with the burden of not only educating the person as to why they feel worse in some cases mm-hmm. after the surgery than they did before, mm-hmm. but yet fear was the tool used to get them to do the surgery. Well, if you don't do this, you know, you'll develop cancer and you'll die early. And, and so we need to just do this. Mm-hmm. And, but they and never educate them. They mm-hmm. never educate them as to what could possibly happen afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest example we see another endocrine, part of the endocrine system, the gallbladder being removed. 7,000 gallbladder surgeries a day in this country. Now, it may be less now because there's only one illness out there right now and nothing else matters. But there used to be, right, a lot of gallbladders being removed uh, in people on a daily basis. And when they come here and we talk to them, that we always ask, I always ask the question, did the surgeon tell you from now on you're going to have to support your digestion with bile salts at every meal, especially meals with any kind of fat or meat uh, content to them. Has anyone? Not one person in 20 Sorry, years. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm like, no, not one person has ever been told. They're so uneducated when it comes to telling people how to position themselves to be healthy. Um, you know, it goes back to my old line. There's only two reasons to go to a hospital and to get healthy is not one of them. You go there to get stable or you pass away. That's un- that's the unfortunate reality of, of modern medicine. They don't teach people how to be healthy. Okay. And when they do these procedures, they don't say, okay, now that we've disrupted your system by removing an intricate piece, even the appendix, right, which we're told has no value whatsoever, which is not true. Um, it has a major impact on secreting a fluid into the cecum area of the bowel so that fecal matter can move easily. And it has an impact on the antibody production for the immune system. So it does play a role um, but we're told that it doesn't have anything to do with it. You can get rid of the gallbladder. You're fine. Uh, you can get rid of, you know, partial hysterectomy. You'll be, you'll feel so much better. I haven't talked to a woman yet that went through that at a young age, especially that felt better. It get, brought on a to, whole series of other issues. Yeah. I was going to say, I've talked to a few that think it made them better because they didn't connect, but it's helping them connect the dots that they felt better temporarily. Yep. And then all of these other issues, same with weight loss surgeries, same sure. exact thing that yeah, they, they get stuff. these temporary um, results. Yep. And then this whole new slew of problems, mm-hmm. but they struggle to connect the dots because they yep. felt better in the interim. Yep. So it's called the micro and the macro. In the micro, the small picture, there may be some benefit, but in the macro, the big picture, the risks, mm-hmm. 
and the future just you know the future challenges that it creates more often than not does not outweigh the the short-term benefits so so we all and we all have to pay attention to that one of the things we haven't talked about which i find fascinating is wild yam oh yes thank you i forgot the wild yam. that's fine that's fine Wild yam is it's a standalone tincture. Mm-hmm. It is precursors for phytonutrients to help with the youthful side of hormones. Men and women both should be tested for this. We should offer that to men. Love to, wild yam yeah, too. Men and women both should have yes. wild yam. And the reason I was looking at one of the labels a while ago, I noticed that on the male formula we don't have wild yam. I was just kind of curious. Is it on this one? No, it's not. Interesting. I don't find it. So I just thought we look. So, Ways to improve. Look, yeah, we're always looking at that. Anything yeah. else on hormones? Uh, make sure you check the five stressors. Uh, all stressors are equal in terms of the disruption they can create. So make sure that foods, immune system, metals, chemicals, scars mm-hmm. uh, are being addressed. Remember that the heart is part of the endocrine system as well. There's 17 different organs. Make up that endocrine system. It's mm-hmm. like an orchestra. If you have a, you, when here's the last thing I will say. We have because we have this all the time, and I know you as practitioners. Yeah. Hear this also. I have a thyroid problem. No, you have an endocrine system problem. I have adrenal fatigue. No, you have an endocrine system problem. You have, have cardiovascular. I either have hypertension or I have high blood pressure. You have an endocrine system problem. Okay. From Harrower's work, we have to look at the bigger picture. We have to look at the orchestrated, you know, communication that must take place throughout this system. It's really fascinating. It's a little complex, but it's it's amazingly fascinating to me and this is one of the areas when you get the digestion straight when you get endocrine system balanced when you get cardiovascular stress relieved um, those three areas which is what our system survey focuses on mm-hmm. 80 to 90 percent improvement across the board if the person will be compliant long enough be patient do the work be consistent not perfect and get the results so the body can perform by design so it takes three to six months to get stable it takes one to three years to get well and uh, not a bad, not a not a long time frame to pay if you've been suffering from. In most cases, we see people suffering from these conditions and concerns, health concerns for 20, 30, 40 years. So it's not a bad investment, but you have to have mm-hmm. those pieces in place, education-wise, from you, the practitioner, to your clients mm-hmm. to position them to experience that. Yep. And if anybody does not feel confident with their evaluation, you know, process. Feel free to reach out to us. Let's chat about yep. that. Um, thank you, Lori, for your questions. Yeah, Those good were stuff. really, nice really comments. good questions. Appreciate thank you. that. Um, just a quick reminder, we do have um, upcoming practitioner weekends in August and September. Yep. Um, our last for the year. So you want to get in while you can. August 21st, 22nd is kind of a last call. Only like two spots left. Give yep. me a call if you want to if you want to sneak in to there. Confirm that. We have another yep. one in September. Um, if you are planning on coming in August and you have not received a confirmation email from me, please get with me because you should have received that, um, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and you have the, and you have the, uh, agenda ready and the agenda is ready. Yeah. So that I sent probably... you the, I sent everybody the agenda. Oh, yes. Good. Uh, kidney bladder, HP kidney bladder is your buy for get one free special for next week. Speaking of cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> It's part of the kidney cleanse. Um, Awesome. I think that's everything we have. You folks have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Practice Blueprint and Total Wellness Radio. Have an awesome weekend. Take care. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited national program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast. <laughs>